Welcome into another edition of McCready and Siski, powered by Rain Total Body Fuel. I'm Neil. That is Tyler Siski. What it is. What it is indeed here on this Thursday, September the 7th. Hope everybody's getting ready to have a big uh, weekend. We got uh, got college football Saturday. Got the NFL starting tonight. Put a full slate of NFL on Sunday. So uh, it's here. It is here, boys. You excited? I'm excited about the NFL game tonight. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about the NFL game. I'm curious to see uh, curious to see the Lions. I'm excited about several uh, several NFL games this week. Actually, uh, it's, it's going to. I told people this is going to be a fun. If you just like sports, it's going to be a pretty fun weekend because you get um, all the stuff Saturday. You get um, the FIBA World Championship basketball game Sunday morning at eight thirty. Got a decent chance of it being Canada versus USA, which, yeah. which will be a pretty compelling basketball game if you like professional basketball. I do. I will be uh, interested in that. That will be. I will write my ten weekend thoughts with basketball uh, on. basketball on, which is better than writing it without basketball. This on. is true. And uh, then you get the uh, U.S. Open final on Sunday, which is potentially Novak Djokovic versus Carlos Alcaraz, who appears to be the next big thing. Jokovic is the goat. I heard, uh, I saw your massive podcast numbers that you had with your sound test last night. Yeah. And I really, look, I know, <laughs> look, I know Carson's young. I think when you get into some NBA stuff, I'm not joking when I okay. say this. All right. If he wouldn't be, it was funny watching him when he got to the camera. He was like looking at the camera, and then he he did one of these deals. That was great. <laughs> yeah, but he's really he's got he knows his NBA now. No, he knows. You should get him on to do some NBA stuff. Carson knows NBA, and he knows uh, English Premier League. That he was on. Those are those are his two. I those mean, are he, his his two things. He was over there trashing LeBron. I mean, it was great. I mean, I was like, that's my guy. Yeah, I said Damian Lillard. He's like, no, no, no. no. He didn't. Even, he he no. just went straight. No, yeah, no. We're not even discussing it. Next guy. It's good stuff. I don't think I could get him to do a show now, though, because he's at that age where his buddies would, you know, bust his balls. Oh, a hundred percent. And so he, I get, I get in trouble. Literally, I get in trouble all the time with Brock. Because I guess the coaches at Oxford High School watch our show. And so I get it. Like He's like, Dad, did you really say, hey, Dad, did you really say, yeah. Dad, come on, Dad. <laughs> yeah. he, he doesn't say he didn't cuss, but that's what he wants to cuss me out. I saw one of Carson's coaches at uh, – I was at a coffee shop, and he saw me. I was wearing a Cub shirt. And so he – they his coaches started messing with Carson about the Cubs – it's like, are you a Cubs fan? He's like, I mean, I guess my dad's a Cubs fan. I'm a Cubs fan, whatever. Like, who's your favorite Cub? And they're like, he's like Ian Happ. And so they started questioning him, asking him questions about Ian Happ. And so now, and it's, I think it's cool because any, you know, this if yeah. a coaching staff messes with the kid, that means they like the yeah, kid, yeah, right? You yeah. don't, you don't mess with the kids that you can't stand. This is true. And so now they have, this a, is true. They're doing weekly things where they quiz him on a different Cub. So he's got a test today on Dansby Swanson. <laughs> <laughs> He will – Dansby Swanson plays for you great in a regular season and goes 0 for 4 with four strikeouts in the postseason. Well, hey, at least we will in the postseason. Yeah, it's not good enough. Getting there is not good enough. It is for this team. Oh, don't say that. This team. By All the right. way, you left out – before we get started and you talk about how great this weekend is, mm-hmm. you left out a major component. Is there a UFC fight? Yes, we got UFC pay-per-view. Okay. Strickland and Adesanya Saturday night. So you can't – Okay, I've heard of Adesanya. And Strickland – you. Strick, you know who Strickland is. When I tell, he's the one I sent you. That's the crazy person. I sent you a video of him talking crazy. To oh a yeah, 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 yeah. So okay, 
He's he is a great self promoter. He is literally he makes me look normal. Um, he is the most unpolitically correct human being that's ever. He's been on Rogan. That's the one that was on Rogan. Okay, he yeah. said all the crazy stuff about yeah. his life growing up. Yeah, he's the most unpolitically correct human being that's ever walked on the planet. Oh, might be my guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, don't don't say that. He's he's out there a little bit. <laughs> that's all right. We're brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel, three hundred milligrams natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. Former Ole Miss coach. Former Georgia, I guess he was assistant head coach slash offensive, offensive line, line coach. coach. Matt Luke will join. Former Tennessee, former Duke. Yeah, a lot of places. He's He's been around. Now professional golfer. He'll be with us in about 40 minutes. This is going – I'm going to tell you, this is what's dangerous about this. <laughs> he's coming on at the end of the show. You'll right? have your rain in I'll your have system. all of my rain in my system yeah. when he comes on the show. He's going to look at me pleadingly like, Neil, no, need uh, some help. No, Neil, he – him and I. So the best way to put this is, Matt is a uh, Matt is a is me, but with a filter. All right, so he's me with a yeah. filter, and so when we're not on camera or we're away, you know, doing our own thing, it's it's uh, it gets funny, and he is not afraid. He is. I always joke that I am the second most passive aggressive person on the planet. He is number one. So see, uh, I never saw that sign of oh, him. He'll, I don't know what he's already thinking right now. He's probably going to carpool. He's getting ready to go in carpool line right now. <laughs> so he's probably thinking he is going to wear me out about something. He always does. He'll get to me some way. And I got the rain in me. I'm liable to be under NCAA investigation by the end of the day show. <laughs> I don't think they investigate anybody anymore. I think it's over. Uh, yeah. It's All done. Right. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to get to make it rain uh, Thursday. Yep. yep. We're going to go ahead and knock our picks and games and stuff out. And then I got, depending on how much time we got and we got left, I got a couple things to talk about before uh, Matt joins us. If not, we'll just, when Matt gets in here, we'll roll. We'll kind of finish up with Matt. Okay. All right, Neil. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? You know what? I'm going to let you drive the ship. You you tell me. Uh, you, you just okay. You tell me what to I don't to do, know your picks either. So I got a pool. For those you don't know, with Make It Rain, I, I have a pool that I set aside. So today I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I got 10 games that I'll bet on personally. Okay. And so I have picked my five college games. I've picked my money line and I've picked my uh, five. See, anybody will see there it is. All my picks right there. Okay. So I got to go. I got to hopefully pick the right one so I can not go to a haunted house uh, after the season. So pick number one, Neil. We're going to start it off on Saturday. The yeah. Vanderbilt, your brother, Clark Lee, and my the guy. Vanderbilt Commodores. My guy, Clark Lee. Are going handsome fella. to Wake. Yep. And they're going to play Wake Forest. Wake Forest is favored by 10 points at home. Yes. And, Neil, we're going to start out this Make It Rain Thursday with a, it's not enough. I, I think Wake Forest blows the doors off of the doors. Give me Wake Forest, minus 10. It's Make It Rain. My boy's coming in this afternoon. Minus 10, Wake Forest on the first pick. Okay. I like that pick. I agree with it. All right. I am uh... – I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna do something I never do. I I never, never bet on a game that I cover. But there's a. I got a, I got a wrinkle. I'm not covering it. Chase is covering it, which means I'm technically just running the post game show. I'm sure I'll write something, but I'm not there. I'm not covering it. Ole Miss goes to Tulane. It's in New Orleans this weekend. Two thirty. ESPN two. Tom Luganbill is on the call, our good friend. Yeah, Tom Luganbill's on the call. Yep. 
He'll be on the sideline. Tom Luganbill of Disrupt Media on the call. Ole Miss, a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Tyler, I would lay 14-and-a-half. Wow. I might lay 20-and-a-half. Wow. But I'll damn sure lay seven-and-a-half. Ole Miss dominates Tulane. Dominates? Dominates. Did you say dominates? I did. I said dominates. Does that mean that Tulane is terrible? <laughs> no. <laughs> And actually, I think I think Tulane's good. I think Michael Pratt's a good player. I do think he's banged up. I think that's going to limit his running game. Um, they don't have that running back from last year who was special. They're they're good. Tulane's a good team, uh, but I think they're going to get worn down against SEC an SEC team over the course of the game. And I think it's going to get away from them late. Ole Miss covers seven and a half easy. All right, Neil, my second pick. I don't know if you knew this or not, but Ole Miss is traveling. To New Orleans this weekend. I heard that. It's a 2.30 ESPN game. Yep. Tom Luganville is on the call. I didn't know if you knew that or not. Heard that. Ole Miss is also favored by seven and a half points. I just heard that a moment ago. You heard ago. that again? I did. Uh, it's going to be hot. It is. Defense probably going to be a little shaky. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. I had to. <laughs> I'm on one today, boys. Oh, my God. Here we go. We're Good. nine minutes in. <laughs> Well, it's that or the F-bomb. Which one do you want? All right. Hey, disrupt. I need a raise. <laughs> I need more. Whatever we agreed to. Yep. Plus 20%. All right. The total, which I do not uh, dislike here, is I, don't, I do not dislike the over here at 67. Yep. But that's not where I'm going with this, Neil. Oh. Okay. I am taking... The Ole Miss Rebels oh, okay. as well, minus seven and a half. Um, I'm with you. I'm in. Uh, let's go out of silly mode into serious mode here. I think this is a 17 to 24 point game. You could talk me into them getting a, a late touchdown to cut it to 10, but I think when the rubber meets the road, I think it's a 17 to 24 point uh, game. I do too. Um, I do think this game will be back and forth for a while. Um, I do think Tulane. I, can see that. I think Tulane will score a little bit. I think one. I just don't think Tulane can stop Ole Miss. I really like what they got on offense. I think it's a bad matchup from a Tulane's defense versus Ole Miss's offensive standpoint. Tulane's best defensive player is going to be out, um, and they're not great in the back end. <clears throat> and that's where Ole Miss is strong. With and you know how much I love Dart. Um, the only way this game's even remotely close, like we said the other day, and I, I went and I, I still believe it, is if somehow. Tulane's defensive line is is shows up and, and really dominates that that matchup up front. I don't see that happening. I think Ole Miss pulls away in the second half, and I think it makes Tulane one dimensional offense, and they're not a very good one dimensional team. Uh, so Most they, teams aren't. When right. South Alabama got them one dimensional the other day, when they tried to like stop, that's when South Alabama got back in the game. They had to start becoming balanced again. I think Ole Miss pulls away late. All right, so we both got the Rebels. Yep. All right, uh, Oregon. Fresh off an 80-point performance against somebody last week. They head to Lubbock to play a Texas Tech team that got humbled in Laramie. And look, I think Texas Tech is good. But Oregon's laying six, and I think Oregon's a lot better. Oregon minus six in Lubbock against Texas Tech. Damn it. All right, that is one of my games, as you can see. I see it. Right there. We don't compare. I know. So I – I, I stole a piece of my wife's Kyo Moms Weekend March 2023 paper and did my picks early so that I wouldn't. 
I didn't want to look at some sheet and panic and overthink. I'm like, I'm going to go with my, my team. When I lose, I'm going to lose going, I lost my way. <laughs> all right. I think I can, this is the last, I'll skip that one. Okay. okay I, right. I like that as well. Now I'm going to, I'm going to be honest with you. Okay. I was going to take Oregon minus six and a half. Okay. I feel like I'm being robbed though. Like I feel like when I, when I placed, I'm betting it on my own. And when okay. I, and when I bet that, I feel like I'm donating money. Like somebody knows something that I don't. Somebody's got naked pictures of somebody. Somebody's not playing. I, I think people are doing the Texas Tech's better at home thing. It ain't that much better. I, I think Oregon's really good. The irony of this season is that the Pac-12, the last year of the Pac-12, all the Pac-2 jokes aside, this is right now the Pac-12. The best year they've had. It might be the overall top to bottom best league in the country. Amen. I didn't say top heavy. I said top to bottom yeah. best league Balanced. in the country. Yeah. Um. Might be. Yeah, I love this game, but I know I just feel like I'm I'm trapped so bad, and I know it. Yeah. Then when I hit the button, I'm just donating money. Yeah. But I I'm won't just, bet that one. I'm just not thinking along those lines. That's how you outthink yourself. I'll scratch that one off. Here we go. I got plenty more. Okay. All right. The Texas A&M Aggies. Oh shit! I got this one too. Are on the road, going to Miami. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M four point favorites. At Miami. What do you got them at? I had it minus three and a half this morning. I will take it. Okay. I will take it. Texas A&M minus three and a half. I will take it. Neil, it's not enough. Not even close to enough. Look, with all that being said, Miami is much, much, much better. They better be. But so is Texas A&M. Yes, 100%. Like, last year we saw – remember week two? We saw a 17-9 to game week two, and we're like, man, there's two great – you know, everybody was – you may see a game like that, but actually, it actually means that. I think Miami is really good. I just really like what Texas A&M is doing on offense. I think they got something to prove. I love their skill players. I'm taking taking Texas A&M to roll at Miami. You just stole my word. Uh, I'll just go ahead and go ahead and take this one. Then there's no point in doing a bunch of drama with the Texas A&M rolls over Miami. It's not even close. It's not even close. A&M in a blowout. All right. <laughs> Our friend just sent me that picture. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> next game, Neil. Okay. So this will be my fourth game. That's your fourth college game. My fourth college game. The Texas Longhorns yeah. are traveling. To your to, home state. To the great state of Alabama. Rammer, Jammer. Rammer, Jammer. Yellowhammer. Yellowhammer. Give, give them, them hell, hell Alabama. Alabama. Yep. Uh, my mother is going to cuss me out for saying that. I have. I live, grew up in a house where my dad was an Alabama fan and my mom was an Auburn fan. So, oh, house divided. The whole deal, Jacob, yes. the license plate and everything. Yeah, she would rather me drop the F-bomb six times than say that. It's great when, like, I played at Auburn, and so my dad had to, like, suck it up and, like, throw away his Alabama stuff and wear Auburn stuff. Like, I thought that would never happen. And then when I started coaching in Alabama, my dad made sure he got my mother back. She had to throw everything away and wear. Like, I thought my mother was going to roll. I mean, I thought she was going to have a stroke, literally, when she had to put on Alabama stuff. It was great. She ever come meet Coach Saban? Uh, yeah, I think so. I just don't remember. Like it was brief. I probably, I think I introduced him during, uh, recruiting, you know, but nothing like she didn't come sit down and have a Is he good with like the families and coaches and all that stuff. Dude. True story. Very, you would not, you wouldn't even think about it. Cause not all coaches there. are. Yeah. No, right. it's, it's very, there's, there's a very NFL pro, you know, deal there because there's so many people that work there. Sure. Of course. Like I don't think people understand how many people actually work in that building. It's insane. So we, uh, the first year we go down, we play in the, uh, I don't remember if it was the, I think it was the first Sugar Bowl. 
we we the Sugar Bowl we lost to uh, Oklahoma, I think, and we go to you know it's literally like work on the road, like nothing changed. It wasn't a typical bowl week, but one night, the only night that we got out without working, uh, we had a at uh, uh, an event at the Bonton, and and it was our entire organization staff goes goes in there and uh we go through and we we're in there eating dinner with all the sugar bowl people and uh coach Saban gets up and he's going to introduce everybody right and I'm thinking he's just going to go around the room and go like you know he knows who everybody that works there knows everybody's name dude he got to he he didn't just go through that he was not looking at a piece of paper or nothing and he literally I mean goes through the entire organization like gets to me and he goes Hey, this is Tyler Siski. That's his wife, Aaron. They have two kids, Jackson and Brock. Like, this dude's sharp. He literally memorized basically every single human being's bio, their family, their kids' names. And we're talking about, I don't know, 70 people that worked there at the time. It was it, That was probably the most impressive thing he did the whole time because I was sitting there going like, holy shit, this guy's got it. But the Alabama Crimson Tide, let's get back. Yep, yep. They're hosting the Texas Longhorns. Yep. Big game. Big yep. national attention on this yep. one. Yeah, lots of people. Probably the game of the week. Game day, the whole deal. Game day, the whole deal. Yep. Alabama's favored by seven, Neil. It's not enough. I think Alabama is making a statement this week. I think I don't think this is going to be a particularly close game. I, I think they're out. It's got that feeling like, okay, they're going into Bryant-Denny, and the fans know it. They, they know what happened out there last year. They know what they got. Now, Sark, which will be interesting when Ole Miss goes to play Tuscaloosa in a few weeks. Being a coach at knowing what to attack in that system does make a difference. Okay. He understands the defense. He knows what the holes are. It's just like, hey guys, if you ever want a free, you ever want a free completion versus that defense, you know what the free completions are. All right. You can go double in with a corner and you can hit the number two on the in route. If you want a free five yards, you can throw it all day. And Nick knows that. Pete knows that. He knows what the holes are. There, there are free holes, free gifts in those defenses, right? But here's the thing is that's what makes them good is you have to be so perfect. It's very difficult the way Alabama's playing and the way that Georgia plays defense. It's very difficult to sustain drives. Now, you can go hit them on a big play. That's why you see them. That's why you saw Sark last year try to kill the big play. I think Alabama's better on the, on the um, back end than they were this year. Alabama rolls. Alabama minus seven. Alabama minus seven. Okay. I like that pick. I agree with you. It's not on my sheet, but I do agree with you. All right, I'm going uh, to a little, uh, I guess this is American versus the Sun Belt game. Are you going for the rivalry game this week? No. Arkansas State-Memphis? Memphis, is that a rivalry? Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, sure, I don't know. Memphis heads to Arkansas State. Memphis giving 21.5 points to an Arkansas State team that they're in trouble. The body language on their sideline. (laughs) Whew. The stuff people are saying in private about what's going on in that program. Meanwhile, Memphis. I'm not one of them. Can we? Can we? You're not one. I haven't said a word. Not to me. Memphis. Meanwhile, he feels a little heat. He knows he needs to win. Memphis is going to blow out Arkansas State. Yeah, I got friends on both sides of this one. Uh, and I'm also. Did you know I'm also an asshole for being biased towards my friends? Did you know that? I didn't know that. Okay, I didn't know if you knew that or not. Memphis, minus, how, how bad of a friend of me? Memphis minus twenty one and a half at Arkansas State. Mm. Yeah, that'd be. So Arkansas State, Memphis is kind of like we played them when I was there. 
um, both the first time and the second time. That's kind of like the Arkansas State La Tech. That's one of those back in the 80s when they were all 1AA's or FCS's or whatever back in the days. Those were all big rivals. Like La Tech and Arkansas State were rivals. So that was kind of like the the old heads. That's one of their big rivalries. All right, Neil, my fifth game. I got a feeling I know where this is going. My fifth game. I got to look this up because the line was moving. Let me make sure the line okay. has not moved again. Right. Yeah, look it up. You know where I'm going? I have a feeling that I know where you're going. We don't rehearse these so that we – Try to avoid the overlaps. All right, Neil. Here we go. Do I need to put you on the solo camera? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay, let me know when. Cause you might have to before we get done with this, though, but not this one. Because, hey, look, everybody do us a favor. We're uh, my guy here. Uh, he's very popular. What's up, Mom? He's very popular on the TikTok. And let's just let's, let's have an honest moment. All right, Can let's we have, have an honest let's moment? Let's have an honest moment. Once we get to ten thousand followers on TikTok, and we can retire, there. maybe. <laughs> Once we get to ten thousand followers on TikTok, we can monetize TikTok, and monetizing means that we take some of the money and put it in our pockets. We take some of the money and we fifty percent. Is that what we're looking for? <laughs> and then we reinvest some into the product. We make the product better. That's the goal. Yep. Yeah. I want to get a tell. I want to get a telestrator. Okay. Well, there you go. See, right. that's one of our goals. Right. Once we get TikTok get monetized, we get a Telestrator. Yeah. To help us get there, it's just free. All this takes for you is to go to TikTok. If you don't have a TikTok account, just start. make one up. Make one up. Just you don't, make one up. It's free. You don't have to use it. Yep. Follow us on McCready and Siski Podcast on TikTok. It's that's, not hard. It's that's, not hard to find. There's that's plenty all of videos. Ask. That's all I ask. McCready and Siski Podcast. That's it. And on Instagram. Yeah. And on Twitter. We're all on Twitter. But especially. But especially TikTok. But especially TikTok because we're getting close. Um, And follow us on, uh, subscribe to YouTube if you're not already subscribed. Follow on Spotify, Apple, whatever the case may be. But most importantly, TikTok. (laughs) TikTok. All right, here we go. The Auburn Tigers are traveling across country. Oh, okay. Gotcha. For Hugh Freeze's initial cow trip. Yeah. Are they stopping in Cincinnati? It was Louisville, right? No, it was, it was oh, Covington, Kentucky. Okay. Right, literally across the river from Cincinnati. I okay. walked to Cincinnati. Yeah, no, it's it's close. Yeah. Yeah. Did you get you some Skyline Chili while you were there? I've never. I've been to Cincinnati multiple times, and I've never done Skyline Chili. It just does not look good. But now Hugh Freeze. But the, uh, the above the Rhine, I think is what they call it, area of Cincinnati, I'm a big fan. Okay. My man Hugh Freeze. Good friend of the show. Is he? He is. Okay. He watches all the time, by the way. Hey, Hugh. What's up, Hugh? He's going to Cal Berkeley. They're getting, they're giving up six points to play Cal. Okay. I talked about this early in the week, all kidding aside, being serious here. I think Auburn is too athletic. Um, They got some issues on defense. They got to work out too because they were not, it wasn't pretty on defense this past week. It was borderline terrible. <laughs> I was going to ask, was it terrible? It was borderline terrible. It was close. They're, okay. they're, they got, they're in the nomination for terrible. Okay. Okay. All right. They definitely got nominated. You know, they were in the AP vote for terrible. They yeah. were receiving votes. Okay. All right. All right. They were receiving votes. Um, so they got, they got things to work on, but I think they're too athletic. <laughs> Cal, I just, like I said, they can run the ball, but like, don't, 
if you can run, if you try to run the ball at Auburn, they're going to be they're good enough to stop you. I, I think Auburn rolls. I think it's a seventeen to twenty four point game out in Cal Berkeley. I'm taking Auburn minus six at Cal. Okay. I, I took Auburn on my picks column as well. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going out to the West Coast, a little further down south in California. Actually, much further down south. You'll be talking about the game in Berkeley. I'm talking about a game in San Diego. <laughs> San Diego State. Inter- you love you some San Diego State, man. That's they, your team. <laughs> they entertain UCLA. Are you picking against them, though? They are getting 14 and a half points, and they need to get a lot more than that. Oh, Give me the Bruins <laughs> minus 14 and a half. UCLA covers easy. You're going against San Diego State? Yeah. They I'm do mar- you right all the time. I'm not married to them. I, I, I picked their games. You I, literally won one game the first week, and that was it. I know. I, I like the uniforms. <laughs> But I like UCLA's <laughs> uniforms better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Neil, do you know what time it is? I have a feeling it's time for the solo camera. <laughs> you don't want to be a part of this? <laughs> I, I don't know that I do, honestly. But, hey, I want part of the TikTok. McCready and Siski podcast on TikTok. Neil, it is time for the money line. And the money line, for all you new listeners, is where we pick winners outright. Yes, we pick an underdog to win. Underdog to win outright. Outright. So, are you going to put me on solo cam for I, I'm just waiting for you to start. <laughs> what I have an anticipation is a soliloquy, and I'm going to let you go all in on your own. All right, go ahead. We're good. All right, so this week, Neil, um, Saturday came, and Colorado went down and upset TCU. It started Saturday about 2 o'clock. I started getting just my eyes drilled out on <laughs> social media. I was called a clown. I was called a lot of things. I'm not going to repeat on here because I don't think it's right, so I'm not, I'm not going to address that. You, you're more than welcome to go on TikTok and, and read all uh, 20,000 comments. Uh, please, free free. And so Monday I came on here, and you know what? Because I'm really good about this. If I'm wrong about something, I will admit it. And so I came on here, and I was like, you know what? I was wrong. I picked TCU to win. I was wrong. I also admit, freely admitted, um, which I didn't even say on the show before, that I was wrong about Shador Sanders. I didn't think he was an accurate, as accurate of a quarterback as he actually played the other day, throwing the ball. Of course, then you get comments about, you know, well, you don't know what shit you're talking about, clown, da, 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 whatever. I, I like trolls. So, moving forward, if you want a clown, and if you want a joker, I'm going to be the best one. So, from now, in every pick for the rest of the season, I'm picking for Colorado to lose every game. You want a villain? I got your villain. Colorado, Colorado will lose to Nebraska. I don't care who they're playing. They can play Colorado State School of the Mines. I'm picking the Mines. I don't care. Every single week, win or lose, I'm picking against Colorado. Not because of Dion, not because of the players, but because of all you hateful sons of bitches on social media. You want your troll? Go fuck yourself. Here we go. It's so spiteful. <laughs> so spiteful. I have, fe- I have a feeling my friends at Disrupt Media are going to use the beep yeah. on that one. I'm taking I'm taking Nebraska money line at plus one twenty eight. Wow! Kiss my ass. Add that to it too. I can't really match that. <laughs> What's the, your money line? The game Neil? that I'm picking, I don't I don't have the animosity. Let me tell you something, Wisconsin. <laughs> 
No, um, I, I'm, all right. Wisconsin heads out to uh, Washington State to Pullman. And I got some concerns about the Badgers. I think they're on the right track, but I don't think they're there yet. I don't think they have all the pieces to do Phil Longo's offense. Yep. And Washington State can be trouble at home. They can be trouble at home. Yep. And they put up it's a It's almost as tough place to play as Missouri and Arkansas. I don't know if you do that or not. <laughs> Hard to get to. Hard to get to. Tough trip. Yeah. Um, Washington State is a plus 200 underdog. Give me the Cougars. I'll take the money line. Washington State beats Wisconsin in Pullman, and the Pac-12 continues to have early season momentum. Wow. Washington State. It's going to be a really good game. Um, they definitely – that's a very live dog for sure. Um, take that, Wisconsin! <laughs> You know to me, you got. I'm picking Wisconsin. I'm picking against you you this week, (laughs) this week against you, Wisconsin. And if you don't like it, hey, they can't. You know what they can always do though. That's the one thing that what I'll be interested in. One, they they got to get to what Phil wants to do, which is stretch the field. But they, boy, they they still can run it. They have not forgotten how to run the football. I imagine. I was thinking about this the other day. They were struggling. Running the ball. I wonder when he finally called power. The offensive line were like, yeah, okay. Here we finally. Oh, I didn't know anything about that pass set and yeah. stuff. Yeah. But I don't have to get after somebody's ass. So that was good. All right, Neil. Yeah, in all seriousness, we might be headed to Wisconsin. At some yes, point. I have. If you would, I mean, that's a good good segment for that. If you were looking for a sponsor for that, I, yeah. talked, I talked to our girl Kelsey over at, over at uh, Disrupt Media. Um, a couple of things here. Uh, if you would, if you're interested in sponsoring the show or, uh, interested in a sponsoring trip, we got an invitation to go to Wisconsin for the Iowa Wisconsin game yeah. at Camp Randall. Um, and so we do live shows and things from that. We'd jump love around. jump around and be with it on that one. Um, and saying that I'll go ahead and make the announcement. I told him I would, I talked to him starting Monday, Neil. Yeah. We have a chat, the chat room, the, the chat on the side. We have a official sponsor for the chat. Will be Cooper Chevrolet Buick in Anniston, Alabama. How about that? It's exciting. It's exciting. So they'll join us. So we'll be going to the Cooper Chevrolet chat. Cooper Chevrolet chat. Thank God Cooper Chevrolet doesn't try to sell any cars in Boulder. Yes, yeah, so I can't. I, I will have to apologize to Greg in advance that uh, probably not going to get a whole lot of business out of Boulder, Colorado. But probably not. Um, Nebraska, maybe. Nebraska, maybe. Yes, Nebraska for sure. Lincoln, send them. Hey, could send Chevys to Lincoln. Good. How about that? How about that? How about that? How about that? <laughs> Marketing genius. Marketing genius. Um, but no, if you're interested in, in uh we got I got a, we have another announcement, I think, uh early part of next week that will be uh that will make a lot yes. of fans happy. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out when we can announce stuff and stuff, but we'll have we'll have another sponsor announcement that will be very comical for a lot of people. Yeah, good. So but if you if you're interested in sponsoring anything like that, the direct the DMs are open on TikTok, Instagram, or Twitter. So let us know. We'll get you in touch with the right people. All right, Neil, it's NFL time it's for your five NFL picks. Dun, 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 dun. I want you to go dun, first because I got to figure out what dun, I got to do here. I got to put All right. here. I'm starting out in the Battle of Ohio. My Bengals head to Cleveland. So here's the deal on one hand, I get Joe Burrow, on the other hand, I get Deshaun Watson. This is the Bengals' best team. In a long time. Best team of this era for certain. They're getting off to a good start. Cincinnati minus two and a half at Cleveland. Golly. 
look, we're both like, God, I'm not going to do it. All right. But I got this bad feeling because usually when you and I are on the same page, which was not very often, we're usually pretty good. We're usually right. Like 90% of the time. And that's one of my games, but I'm not going to bet it. I got two more I'm going to pick from. I'm going to start mine off tonight. Oh, okay. I'm interested in this. Yeah. This start- line has moved a little bit, by well, the way. Well, that's why I'm rechecking with, it. With Travis Kelsey out, it has dropped to four and a half. I, I think. think he's going to try to go, but it hasn't moved. Uh, or the owner put something out this morning that he's going to try to go, but it hadn't moved since this morning. I just checked it. Okay. I'm good with it. It doesn't matter. Um, I'm starting tonight. We got Thursday night football. Detroit is at Kansas City. Detroit is getting four and a half points. It's down mm-hmm. to four and a half. Yep. Kansas City. Uh, Chris Jones is not going to play. I think Chris Jones not playing is a bigger factor than Travis Kelsey not playing. Okay. Uh, because I think uh, the Lions have a built this team. It's taken it's taken a couple years, uh, but they have built this team to be physical and match the personality of the head coach. I think they've done that. I think they have one of the best, if not the best, offensive line in the country. You got Jameer Gibbs, you got Montgomery, you got the running backs that kind of fit that style, ready to go. And I'm going, um, I'm taking the Detroit Lions plus four and a half at oh. Kansas City. You know uh, what? I'm taking the points. You know what? I don't hate that. The only thing that lends hesitancy to that is the tendency for the defending champ to get off to a hot start in this game, ride the emotion and the fans and stuff. I, I covered a game. In Indianapolis, the year after the Colts won the Super Bowl, they played the Saints in the old RCA Dome. Yeah. And the Saints were good. But, man, dude. I mean, whew, that the emotion in that place, it was electric. Yeah, the Arrowhead nobody, Stadium's already nuts. Yeah, nobody would have beaten Indianapolis that night. And they blew out the, the Saints. Um, that was the Saints team that had just lost the NFC Championship game the year before. So, I don't know. that That has always kind of stuck with me in these games. So, but I kind of like Detroit. I think Detroit's going to win the NFC North. Well, you got to think about it. You know, Kansas City wasn't great against the run last year, and now you're minor, you know you're taking Chris Jones out, um, which he's unbelievable and he deserves every dollar. Oh sure. Um, but I'm, I'm taking. Um, I'm going to Detroit my, uh, plus four and a half. Okay, I'm going to stay NFC North with my next pick, Pittsburgh, playing host to the San Francisco 49ers. This is a noon game. It's one o'clock Eastern, noon Central. 10 a.m. on Pacific time, which means body clocks are going to be a little weird for the team in the road white. Steelers are getting two. I think the Steelers win outright. Pittsburgh knocks off the Niners in week one. Does it bother you that Bosa's going to play? No. Does that change your mind? I didn't want to make sure you knew that. Before. I knew he was playing. Okay. Um, no. I didn't want you to be like, you didn't tell me that he signed the contract. No, no, I knew that. Um, 34 mil AAV. He deserves it. He's a great player. Is he the most? Is he is he the best edge rusher in the game today? You know what's interesting is that these might be the two best edge rushers in the game today. He and and Watt. Watt is a disruptive guy for the Steelers. When you watch him in games, you like you 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 have to know where he is. And Bosa's the same way. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anybody that even can besides Watt and Bosa that you would put in that category, edge rusher wise? Mm, this isn't my. I mean, I guess Forte. people are out of their prime a little bit, but like you know, Khalil Mack, he's he's out of yeah, his prime. Yeah, no, not anymore. Um, there was a day where he off the edge was just a nightmare. And you you would you would consider Parsons to be in this category if he was an edge rusher. That's what he did full time, but yeah. he moves around. Yeah, he's. I consider him a linebacker. Yeah, but yeah, he's uh, thirty four million. Yeah, clutch cam. That's that's uh, 
that's what we're thinking. He he is. I, I would Micah Parsons. I would definitely take Micah Parsons. He talking about somebody that's going to get paid now. Well, he's the best defensive player in the league. Yeah, yeah. I just, don't, just I don't know that I consider. Plays. I don't know that I consider him an edge rusher. Yeah, triple mask in the Cooper Chevrolet chat. Miles uh, Garrett comes from triple mask. I think he used to be. He's in the mix, but he's 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 getting older. He's getting up there. Yeah. All right, my second game, Neil. Mm-hmm. I found my. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this until I don't until it doesn't work out for me. The Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Who I think are the second worst team in the NFL. Okay. Are hosting the Carolina Panthers in a divisional game, which a lot of these are divisional games. To start the season, they're hosting Bryce Young, first pick in the draft, going to Atlanta. Yep. Panthers are getting three and a half points, and yep. I'm and I'm taking them. I'm taking Carolina plus three and a half. I, I don't. Okay. I'm, Sorry if GJG's in here. I apologize, and I grew up a Falcons fan, but I think they're tanking or trying to tank, and then Arizona's tanking worse than they are. Carolina plus three and a half against the Falcons. You mentioned a tanking team. I'll go ahead and take the other tanking team. The Arizona Cardinals go to Washington, actually to it's kind of like Landover is where it is, uh, to play uh, the Washington Commanders. The Commanders are giving seven points. It's a lot of points to give. But I actually feel comfortable laying them here. I don't know that uh, Arizona can score against what should be a pretty pretty solid defense. Give me Washington minus seven. That's You're probably going to win that one. But good God, I, I just couldn't take them. I mean, it was the commanders. What's the line if it's freaking – if they're playing the Chiefs, what's the line? Oh, it's, it's up in the 13, 14-point <laughs> range. It's, it, it's an NFL line that you just don't see. Yeah. That's insane. There, there's going to be a line with them this year that you're going to be like, holy smokes. Well, All right. Doors Rules brings up a good point about edge rushers. Aiden Hutchinson. Is he really an edge rusher, though? I can't sit Kind of. But he's not Nick. And my, great player. But he might end up being Nick Bosa. He's close. Awfully not good. Not right now. No, no. I, I didn't. Yeah. But, yeah. but getting there. He, he's, he's good. Good young player. Hey, I, I, got, I got the lines plus the points, so I hope he does it tonight. All right. Um, and he can sing. Michael Jackson, so there you go. He can sing. That's a good point. All right, my next game, Neil. This will be pick number three for me. Yep. Jacksonville Jaguars are going to Indianapolis, and they're facing the Indianapolis Colts. The Jaguars are getting four and a half points on the road in the NFL, and it's usually a no-no to take a, 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 a road favorite in the NFL. It's usually a big no-no. But it's not a no-no this time. I'm taking the Jacksonville Jaguars to – I think they have a point to prove. Calvin Ridley hadn't played in a year. He's going to get ready to go. I, mm-hmm. I I almost got him in my fantasy draft the other day, and somebody got him right before me. I think Calvin Ridley's out to prove a point. You got Evan Ingram on a fresh contract, Trevor Lawrence in year three, who he just I, – I, I think this could be a special year for the Jaguars. I look for them to set it out – set a point to start with. The Jacksonville Jaguars to win big at Indianapolis. I got Jacksonville minus four and a half on the road with the Colts. I like that one too. All right, I had a college pick based in New Orleans. I've got a pro pick based in New Orleans as well. On Sunday, the Saints entertain the Tennessee Titans. I don't think it's a three-point line. Saints laying three. The Derek Carr era begins in New Orleans. It does. And it ends with a big W. Wow. The Saints cover the three against the Tennessee Titans. That's impressive. As we get a little glimpse into the demise, the beginning of the end of the Titans run. I'm on a wait-and-see approach with the uh, 
I'm gonna wait and see approach with the with the old uh, ants. I want to see what they what they got going. All right, Neil, my next pick. Yep, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, heading going to New Boston. England. Foxborough. 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 To take on the New England Patriots. Yeah. The Eagles are four-point favorites on the road. And, Neil, guess what? It's not enough. It's not enough. I think I'm buying into this a little bit. This Jalen Hurts on a mission stuff, I, I'm, I'm a believer. Okay. I believe in Jalen Hurts. Okay. I believe in Jalen Hurts. <laughs> okay. I think he's on a mission. So I you think, believe in Jalen Hurts, but you don't believe in – Colorado. I believe in Jalen Hurts. I believe. Do you believe in, in Col- Do you believe Colorado now? No. No. I wish I was from the Missouri because that would be the show me state. Don't 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 win a game one game and and and. But Philadelphia you be- went to the Super Bowl. They've actually like so, done so you, something. You believe Philadelphia? Yes. You believe in the Eagles? I like how they drafted. I like how they, their defensive line is legit. Yeah. Um, I think New England. I think they will be New England will be better. I do think that. Okay. I don't think they're ready for this though. I think the I think the Eagles roll big. I take the Eagles minus four at the Patriots. All right. My fifth and final NFL game. It's a Sunday night game. The New York Giants play host to the Dallas Cowboys. The Giants, a three and a half point underdog at home. Give me the Giants and the points. The New York football Giants, I think they're going to beat the Cowboys straight up on Sunday night. Neil, my last Tyler. my last pick. Yes. The Dallas Cowboys are going to New York. You just threw your pen. Such an aggressive, the aggressive caps on it, thing. Yeah, that's good. The Cowboys are <laughs> – I just saw the replay. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> the Giants, I didn't know if you know this. The Giants are hosting – Dallas on Sunday night. I heard moment somewhere just a, just a moment ago around seven twenty. Seven, yeah. On NBC, I love NBC Sunday night football. I'm just going to be honest. I, I know you're not supposed to like just kind of fanboy something. It's my favorite too. Tarico and Collinsworth and all of them. I love them. I, I I just think they put on a really good production. It's one of the reasons. It's one of the reasons that if I'm the SEC, I'm a little nervous about what NBC is planning for Big Ten Saturday night. I'm just a little nervous, and I'm getting ahead of it. If I'm if I'm the SEC, I'm planning some sort of a SEC Saturday night thing to go up against them, because if NBC goes all in on on that, that's going to be a hell of a production. So Neil, my favorite part of Sunday night, which I wish if I wanted some entertainment, you know what I need to do? I need to put a hidden camera in my house, because we have to have a moment of silence at my house when my girl Carrie Underwood starts to sing, and she gets up there. Like it's moment. Like if you talk during that during that Carrie Underwood song, there's a problem in my house. Yeah, uh, my wife it's like talking in, during the anthem. Yeah, you don't do that. You yeah. don't you don't talk when Carrie Underwood's singing at my house on TV on Sunday night. Yeah, uh, my wife proceeds to get mad at me, and I usually end up sleeping on the couch following every Sunday night because I, you know, you know how you feel about Kate Upton. Yeah, I feel that way about Carrie Underwood. Oh, okay. I okay. mean, hey, look, I get it. I mean, you understand? 100%. Okay, so my wife does not like that. But at least I tell her. You know, I mean, she knows. I think it's some – it might be – and listen, not that I'm telling you how to deliver a message because <laughs> God only I'm knows. I'm pretty good. You, you, have your own, you have your own style. I'm an expert. But maybe when you're telling her, hey, uh, Aaron, you know, Carrie Underwood, she kind of makes things move. 
Maybe that's not the way to say it. I don't say that. Maybe you just need to say, you know, she's a talented musician and leave it at that. That's all I say. She just, she, she knows what my look is. You know, when I look at that, yeah, that TV, yeah. she knows what that look is. She sees a look of hunger. She sees the look of a three-time world champ. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> all right. So going Something back to Something tells the- me you're not Carrie Underwood's type. <laughs> thinking <laughs> i don't know what makes me think that I just don't. hey it is what it is boss all right so back to the point here yeah interdivisional game i'll make this quick cowboys at the giants i just like you're giving me three and a half points with an interdivision game I, I think the giants are solid i'm taking the giants plus three and a half at home against right. the cowboys so you and i on the same page on ole miss plus seven and a half at tulane yep we're on the same page texas a&m minus three and a half at miami and we're on the same no, page. No, I didn't at Miami. Texas A&M. Oh, yes, but I didn't pick it. Oh. Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. Oh, we got a guest. Speaking of wrestling and my tag team partner. See if we can get this going. This is going to be funny. Oh, I see him. Can you hear me? Hey, can you hear me? I don't think he hears no. you yet. There he is. There he is. My man. What's going on? Hey, so give this proper introduction right here. This right here is, I'd like to introduce everybody to the PGA Tour professional <laughs> and the one-third member of the greatest tag team to ever live, besides being a offensive line coach, head coach, long-time best business card holder of all time, my good friend, Matt Luke. What is up, What's my up? friend? How are you? Good to see you. Good. This was, uh, this is, I'm doing this on my cell phone. So, well, I'm just glad we got you out of the carpool line. I was, I showed, uh, right. I sent you a picture. Yeah. I, I showed it to Neil. Uh, as soon as you sent it, I showed it. I said, check out my good friend over here. <laughs> We're, there was a prediction that you would be uh, you would you would have the the best tan out of the three of us, and and that that is proven to be accurate. Everybody keeps saying that, like, "Hey, have you been at the beach?" I was like, "No, I haven't been at the beach." <laughs> but you've been in the sand, all right. But it wasn't at the beach. That's right. I was there. <laughs> all right, here we go. What? So since, since we're talking about golf, what was uh, what's your handicap at these days? Where we what are we sitting at? I'm at an eight right now. An eight. So what is that for, for people like me who aren't golfers who don't really understand what that means? That means he's like eight, uh, eight, eight over par, eight over par average. consistently. Gotcha. Yes, that's an that, average. That's about my average. So you you get this little app on your phone, and every time you have a score, you put it, you enter in, and it tells you what your handicap is. So I'm I'm around an eight. That's so pretty impressive. I, I, What's your so handicap, play, Siski? Right now, yeah, thirty. No, eight. Shot. <laughs> hey. I would say when I'm, I haven't played, I like I have literally not been playing much. I would probably say if I go again, if I go out there and shoot, I will not shoot worse than 85 today. I'm, I'm an 85 to 88. To, well, Matt's gonna lie. Matt's gonna there he goes. He's gonna start Perfect. talking shit. I knew he was about to say that. All right, he. I knew. I knew as soon as I said that he's gonna say what course you playing at Oxford Country Club or are you gonna play at the, at the university course? University, you got a chance to break 85. A lot of white stakes. We play lateral white stakes, me and you, right? We don't. We don't. So coaches rules. That's coaches right. rules. There are no out of bounds when we play. All right, so I can hit it a little bit, like distance wise. 
have no idea where it's going half the time. All right. And then as I <laughs> almost canceled myself, I was uh, <laughs> about to, I had to, you remember the, uh, our good coaching friend who said I had the touch of something. Don't say it. Okay. Yeah. yeah don't say that. Um, I'll yeah. tell you later, but I was terrible in the greens. I could hit it, but when we played at the country club here, it's a very tight course. And yeah, so I know. I've, I've had to go play it for charity where people make fun of me playing it. I shot like a 145, remember? Yes. So, but when I go out to I'm the, you know, not sure what your handicap is, Neil. I don't, I don't it's, it's just handicapped. <laughs> just totally handicapped. Yeah. But we go out to the country club. I mean, the university course, I can bang it and go find it. I mean, it doesn't matter. It just hit it and go find it. And so I can shoot, I can go low there. All right. Well, the key question is I know you love your, love your golf. And this summer, un, unbeknownst to you, uh, one of our mutual friends, Hugh Freeze, decided to tweet out a picture of you on one of your golf excursions. So, right. did, did uh, which you didn't know that that was going on, on social media, I imagine, when it was taken. But when <laughs> – You had to assume if, if, if Hugh was there, it was going on social media. I mean, yeah. I mean it is a- Twitter. All right, so uh, did you beat did you beat him or not? It's like I'm checking out. See ya. Did you uh, beat him? So I will say this: me and uh, I'm trying to get my phone back. Right, I was laughing and knocked it over. Uh, <laughs> we, me and me and Freeze were on the same team, and, and and Bruce Pearl was on our team. And so as soon as Bruce was on my team, I just felt really good that we were going to win. Uh, Is he we good? Against, we were gonna, for sure. Uh, but so no, actually, our team lost the. The we had four on four and our team lost. So how? Uh, the other team beat us. <laughs> well, no shit. Well, who was on the other team? The only thing is, I, I don't like playing you know separate groups because you can't really see what the other team is doing. So there's always there's always that doubt, you know, uh, in the back of your mind. But we it was a good time though. We had a good time. Who beat you? Um, it was uh, Malzahn and some of his some of his guys. Yeah, you got pencil whips. What you got? <laughs> I, I know, yeah. I know how they play. You got pencil whip. It was fun though. We had a good time. All right, so now because I, I didn't even talk to you about this when I talked to you, what what did you? What's your what's your current Saturday setup? How are we watching ball and stuff on Saturday? What's our what's our setup? Are you by your? Where are we at? What are we doing? It's different. Uh, so last week. Um, Last week I went to the lake, Lake Notley. It's like right up on the Georgia North Carolina border, kind of up in the mountains uh, on a lake. And we have we have I have a buddy of mine that has a place up there, so we've kind of went up there and uh, hung out, watched football all day Saturday, and stayed watched the game Sunday. And then I came back Monday. Do you watch casually, or do you still watch with the coach's eye? Are you able to ever put that away and just enjoy a game like a fan and have a beer and? I- both. I mean, I always watch. I'm, I'm looking at formations. Okay, I'm trying to guess what they're going to run, or I'm always looking at a matchup, or my eyes go to certain places um, when the ball is snapped. But uh, I, I'd like to say I watch casually now, or I try to, but uh, sometimes my eyes go to you know certain places that probably other people's don't. That's <laughs> um, so just uh, so I, you know because usually based on the formation or when the ball snap, you see what they're doing, you know what where the problem is going to be or you know so it's uh especially if you play if you're watching somebody you're familiar with um or if you see a if you see a hand signal and say uh here comes a screen and they throw a screen out there everybody just kind of looks at you that's kind of fun uh, i don't know nothing about reading those signals 
Not binoculars or <laughs> no. No. Uh-uh. Never done it before. No, no binoculars. <laughs> Hey, speaking of, what what do you think the uh, – I got a question for you. What's the worst play call ever? <laughs> well, it's not necessarily the worst play call. It's the worst signal. Uh, but that would, that would for sure be fight song. Uh, <laughs> if you demonstrate for your listeners uh, – No. The yeah. Is, I'm not demonstrating. You set it up. I just went – I went like this. I went fight song. That's what I did. That's all I did. It's a it's a good play, especially in the red zone. But I don't I don't know if it's worth the signal. You got to kind of. <laughs> did you know, Matt, when you were at Georgia, and, and they, did you did it even cross your mind when you were telling your offensive line? I guess it was a call or whatever to milk it, milk it. Did you ever know that was going to be a GIF? Uh, I did not know that. <laughs> I, I just wanted to run that damn clock out. That's all I was thinking about. I was trying to over with. So. so when I were at Arkansas State. Because somebody on your board found this. Okay? okay. All right. So when we're at Arkansas State, it's what, so the fans that are listening and not seeing uh, Matt's demonstration of, of of fight song that he was giving us. Did you pull this up, people to see. Is that no? Hell no. No. And not even if we not even if we had the capabilities to do it. I'm not doing that. I, I'm already abused yeah. enough. I'm already. I mean, I'm already. I don't need any extra uh, viral material here. I mean, he's got more enemies in one week than most people make in a lifetime. It's freaking great. I love it. I mean, he has upset the entire state of Colorado, most of the state of Mississippi, and just in general, anyone who happens to like Deion Sanders. They all hate Tyler now. Yeah. Again, it's McCrady Siski podcast. McCrady and Siski podcast on TikTok. Please hit the follow button. Yeah, I'm uh, because I don't believe. I don't believe. So I'm I'm guilty. So there you go. So we're at Arkansas State. We're yeah. playing. The game was against Virginia Tech. All right, so okay. fight. I, you know, for somebody who stole the signals allegedly, allegedly, um, I was the one giving the signals for a while, right? And so when Freeze calls fight song, it was like we were in tempo, and so I called fight song. And trust me, there's somebody I'm sure will, will send you the gift. I look forward to it. And it's been on your board recently, but anyway, it went away for a long time. It, <laughs> it used to be under YouTube for the worst play call ever. All right, and so Matt. Matt has saved this on his phone, all right? And yeah. so once, probably once a month to six weeks, out of the blue, it could be, he could be whatever, whenever it hits his head, he would just randomly text me that that gif, uh-huh. right? Of about once every six weeks, he'll, he'll send that to me. Um, and so, but here's the thing is like, when we were doing that, that play went for, you know, 19 yards and a first down. So Matt asked me, he goes, hey, if you, if you, uh, was that really worth it? And I was like, no, nah, we'd just run inside zone. <laughs> if I knew it was going to be that bad, we'd just run inside zone and been done with it. We just we had to punted. We actually got 19 yards of first down and scored. That needs to be like an explosive touchdown. If you're going to give that signal, it's got it's got to. Yeah. Well, here was what was worse, Matt. So what is it? You like play the saxophone or something? Yes. Yeah, okay. You're like this. I'll go ahead. This is for Thank my, you. this. This is for my good friend Matt Luke. And if he wasn't on here, probably him and Kane, I would do this for. Okay. But he was like, it was going. Good day. I can't wait for this not show up. <laughs> he was going. I was going. Fight song. <laughs> this episode brought to you by the Biden administration, twenty twenty four. All right, that's so bad. <laughs> Nineteen yards is not worth that. It's yeah. just not. 
It's not. Well, the, here's the thing, Matt. So bad, bad, bad sip. All right. So he knows. So like we would have, we had like fight song, visa, cash. We had like signals, right? For certain plays. And every week those were like special plays that changed. So fights on this week could be one play. Fights on next week could be a, a different play. Right. And so anyway, long story short is this play for this week was very boring. It wasn't even one that was going to score. So I took the beat down for all for like 10 years for just, it was like a random play. It wasn't even something good. At least it could have scored. But anyway. Um, oh, was to call something like your band's going to play after you call it. Like, yeah, that has, that's, the, that's why you call it fight song. Yeah, we're going to strike up the band. Exactly. Like universal yeah. fight song. Like if you, most teams that run the play called fight song is the, when you hide the tight end as the tackle and you send the the tackle out as a wide receiver. And so everybody thinks, counts him as an offensive lineman and nobody covers him and you get him in too high or whatever. Nobody, or man, man covers him, covers him and you throw it to the tight end as a eligible receiver. Well, actually ran it against I Georgia. I think. What's that? I think Malzahn hit it last week for a touchdown. Yeah, he's the one. That's his. It's his thing. That's I think uh, Freeze took that from him. Um, yeah, he. Uh, I think they hit it last week. Didn't we hit it against in 2012? Didn't we hit uh, hit it for a touchdown against Georgia on the CBS game? Uh, no, that was actually called play one. Oh, that's play one. Yeah, that was really <laughs> real original play call. Let's call it so we called it play one. Yeah. Uh, we did hit it. We hit it in 2013 against Texas A&M. With like, I think Bo scrambled around and then hit Laquan in the end zone. But it wasn't like drawn up. Yeah. It wasn't like, didn't happen like exactly right, but it, we did, we did score on it. All right. So I got, I want to tell some funny stories here. Um, and I was trying to, I was trying to think of some stuff that we hadn't talked about before. Um, so Jack McNeil is a good friend of ours. And I had Matt on my show probably, I don't know, a little over a year ago, before we started doing this show. Yeah. And um, we were talking about Jack McNeil's uh, disintegrating shoes that he would wear in in, <laughs> in home visits. That was great. And so it was, well, that's the whole thing in itself. So Jack McNeil may be the most terrified person ever to fly in a small plane with. And so I'll let Matt, we'll, t- we'll talk about it, but so – we were going to see Nick Broker, all right? This is the last, literally the last day of contact period before it stopped, right? And we're up there, and I told... Nick's from, for people who don't know, Nick's from Illinois. From Illinois. Was that where we're in Springfield? Is that where we were at? Yep. Yep, so we go up there. Our place and, of Lincoln. Yes, and so we go up there, and I'm sitting next to, to Matt at dinner. We're at, the, at this restaurant. They they had the whole town there. We're in, like, this room of, like, this. I called it the uh, Goodfellas-type Italian restaurant, you know? And so we're all in there, and Bixen, you know, Bixen is element. He's he's schmoozing with everybody, and there's 45 people in this room. And so I'm sitting next to Matt. Well, the pilots were texting me, and they were like, hey, we have to get in the air, like, right now if we're going to make it back to Oxford because the ceiling, you know, they, they won't land for whatever reason, the ceiling gets low. And so I had my phone to the side and I show Matt and I'm like, he looks the text and Matt goes, Oh, he goes, we're good. And so 15 minutes go by and I get another text from the pilots and I look, I showed it to Matt. He goes, Oh, we're good. And then the third time I show it to Matt, Bick is sitting now, he's sitting across and he goes, yo, bro, 
what's going on. I was like, oh, no big deal. We're going to, uh, we're going to sit and uh, just we'll be okay. We'll get back. And he's like, what do you mean we're going to be okay? I said, well, the ceiling's going to be low, and they're going to have a tough time landing in Oxford, you know, whatever. And he's like, that's not cool, bro. That's not cool, bro. We get on the plane. We get ready to get on the plane. And Matt's talking to the pilots. And he's like, yeah, let's just try it. See if we can get in Oxford. Vic Nail's like, try what? He's like, what are you talking about? Try it. Try what? I've never seen a human being, a grown man, act like that on a plane the whole time. And, and Matt's like laid back, maybe been drinking a couple soda pops on the way back to the, to the, to the airport. And Vic was just a nervous wreck. And, and the plane started doing this number. I mean, he was screaming like a four-year-old schoolgirl. It was, it was great. But I say all that to say this. Tell, tell the story about – I want you to tell the story about when you actually ran off the runway. Mm-hmm. I wasn't with you. I was with, you were with Ashley, I think. Yeah, we, we were coming back. We actually flew down to the coast. I had to go speak down there on the coast for one of my hometown deals. I just got the job or something. So we, we fly, uh, fly to the coast, and we're flying back. And we actually – I got both, both boys and Ashley in the plane with me. And we land, everything's normal, but after we land, they, the the brakes or something went out and they couldn't get the plane to stop, so they had to hit the emergency brake. And the plane slid off uh, into that dirt at Oxford, you know, at the university airport. It slid off into the grass and mud started going everywhere. I mean, it was, uh, I mean, we we're on the ground, so I guess it wasn't that bad, but it was still like, you got your kids on the plane with you. And the, the pilot told me, he was like, hey, we probably could have, like, ran, you know, kind of gone down to the end and slowed down. He said, but you had your kids in there, man. I just wanted to get this thing stopped. And I was like, well, hey, I appreciate it. So, but it was, it was, uh, Damn. it was pretty wild. That would be that, that no. And I'm not scared right. of flying and stuff, but when you could do the super turbulence and all that stuff, it, it, it goes through your head a little bit. Well, the problem with the Nick Broker story is we, like, we couldn't leave because Ohio State had just offered him. And like they were coming in hard, like we were like we had to stay. Like I, we had felt good about it, but we had the whole family there, and like they they were making a, a pretty big push. So well, if we had to drive back, we could have drove back, but we needed to get Nick. So and you're a big basketball guy, yeah. So we went to we went to practice that afternoon, and uh, make serious- sure you tell this, story, please. What's that? Make sure you tell this story correctly because somebody lost. Oh, we're going to tell this story? Are we going to tell that story about Okay. All right. So for the first part I was going to talk about, I wasn't going to go there. I told you he was going to start throwing dart, darts at me. All right. So the first part of the story is, is when we go there, we watch Nick Broker practice. This dude was lighting it. I'm talking about the guy didn't miss a three. Just lighting it up. At his yeah, practice. I knew he was a good basketball player. I mean, he was legit yeah. good. Yeah. And so maybe or maybe not, there just this could have happened that, you know, we were there, it been a long day and – We'd been to like three different cities that started that day, and then we finished up there. And then, you know, Matt wanted to challenge me in a horse, you know, on the basketball court. And we were out there in dress shoes, and I I drilled his eyes out in horse. And he he had – he was – I was – he was H-O-R-S-E, and I didn't even hit the hoe. I, I, I killed him. I'm I'm skeptical of this story. <laughs> I'm, I'm very skeptical. <laughs> I'm skeptical. I really am. He beat me. He beat me bad. <laughs> And everybody's already mad at you, so just at least be honest. <laughs> <laughs> he drilled he drilled my eyes out. He drilled my eyes out at horse. That's okay. He drilled my eyes out. I could not hit a shot, and he was just lighting it up. He he beat me. It was bad. Like I don't even know if he had an H, and I was just 
And he, he, I can't remember what the shot was. He, you know, he's one of those guys, though, that finds the shot that I can't hit, you know, and just wears that spot out. So he just wore me out. You were pretty good at everything, right? I know you played football at the college level and all that, but you were pretty good at most everything, right? Uh, just, just anything with a ball. Anything with a ball. Yeah. Any, anything with a ball. You try to, you know, not, not lose. So, uh, so right, right now, right now it's pickleball. So that's my kind of my uh-huh. new, uh, that's my new thing is, is pickleball. So, been, I've been playing singles pickleball, trying to get trying to get exercise and not uh, hurt my knees and feet and all that stuff. So, and golf, and golf, yeah, golf. and golf. Did, did we get any? Did we get any birdies today? Uh, yeah, I had one. It's a par five, but it it was a birdie. Is that the one that I called you on? Uh, no, that was the I birdied the second par five. So I, I know you coached Nick Broker. You coached a bunch of really talented offensive linemen at Georgia. Did you ever? Coach anybody who even, no offense to any of those guys, was even in the same ballpark with Laramie Tunsil? No, not talent wise. I mean, he was he was different. I mean, he was just. I mean, that's like we all. I mean, and the guys at Georgia gave me a hard time because I'd always like bring up like his drill tape or you know bring up you know some of his game tape or you know just some of the things because he could he could do it and like. You know, a pitcher's worth a thousand words. You show him, say, hey, "Look, this is how I want you to do it. Like, this is what I want it to look like." Because when he get and like as soon as he got in the stance, I was like, like, the first day he got on campus, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like this guy is different. He just he just had more under the hood, man. He was just he was just talented and twitchy and you know length and he you know loved football. He competed. I mean, he was just he was. I've I've never coached offensive line a day in my life, and I'll admit that when I watch football, sometimes I don't really know what I'm watching. I went; they opened practice the year he was there. I guess that was what 2013 was his first season, and I I, I go to practice, and everybody else goes to see Robert Kimdichie, and I'm like, I I always kind of liked watching offensive line drills because it was just interesting to me, even though I never played the position or anything like that. And I go watch Tunsil like do two reps, and I'm like, oh my god, his feet were incredible compared to like just all the other people I'd ever covered anywhere else I'd ever covered. It was just, and I'd covered guys who played in, gone on to play in the league, you know, and I just had never seen anything like that. He was incredible. Just right off the bat. I was like, that's the guy y'all need to maintain the relationship with because he's going to make a ton of money. Hey, uh, say that again. again. I cut you off. I just said, I just said he's super talented. So I mean, it was fun to cut. Sure. Well, you talk about talking about Laramie because you we we watched video of it at one point in time after I came back the second time in your office. Explain to the fans about how he you always talk about that quarter spot, how he could his hand placement. Like, tell the fans, explain a little bit about an offense lineman getting your hands to that spot, and obviously how good he was at getting at that well, spot. And he never missed. Lineman, it's it's hard to you're moving backwards, but you got to you got to keep your shoulders square because as soon as you open your shoulders. Like you have a soft shoulder to the quarterback, your outside shoulder and your inside shoulder is frozen. And I'm, I'm probably getting too technical here. But so when, you, when you're punch, if he's a left tackle, you're going to punch with your left hand and you want to try to get it to their outside breastplate. And he was uncanny uh, getting his hand to the spot. And if they're rushing your left hand, you're going to fight pressure with pressure and keep your left hand there and move and stay square. And if they come inside, you're going to switch to your right. Well, that, that's what he's really good at. Like when you watch, like they had a clip of him in training camp this year doing a one-arm leverage drill there, running his outside hand, and he had his left hand locked out, and he's just moving, and he's staying square. And uh, he, he's just – he was uncanny how he could get his left hand to that spot over and over and over again. Um, 
But part of getting your hands in the spot is being able to move your feet good enough to get to that spot. That's where most linemen struggle. Um, that's why it doesn't really matter how big and strong you are. You can't fight unless you get to the fight. That's why I've always recruited athletes at that O-line position. And, uh, you know, Broderick was pretty Broderick was pretty good last year, um, you know, at Georgia. He was the first-round pick of the Steelers. And then, you know, Jamari was good at that. And Jamari started uh, – he's like – Jamari, six, six, three and a half, maybe. And he started the whole season last year uh, for the Chargers. Um, just, you know, just kind of that same thought process of staying in front of people in the pass pro. All right, I want to ask you because our, our good friend uh, Hugh Freeze – is going out to Cal, which you got you got to experience that your first year. You had a great week that week. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a little different week. Uh, I think I saw Neil in the, um, the lobby of the hotel in Kentucky. It was an NCAA sanction. I was the one talking to the parrot for all all day in the lobby of the uh, Embassy Suites. Remember the parrot yeah. that was there? Uh, I, I think I remember seeing you in the lobby on the way to. Uh, <laughs> But I just had I had blinders on, man. It was it was a game week, and I'm uh, so like we're leaving on like Thursday, and I'm <laughs> I'm at an NCAA hearing on you know uh, on Monday and Tuesday. I, I think I got one day of practice that week. That is is crazy. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> I actually wasn't even gonna go. <laughs> I wasn't gonna go. <laughs> NCAA don't like me either. Wet that to the list. All right, so couldn't get just to Adam, 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 Adam to the list. Yeah, they they they've been, they were the original. They've been on the list for a long time. So. <laughs> But anyway, um, talk about how uh, your approach to going out that far out west, you went out a day early. Just talk about that process as a head coach and deciding how you wanted to go out early and all that stuff. I actually did that when at Tennessee uh, in 2007. Uh, we went out on Thursday. Uh, and so we had done that once before. So we just went out, you know, a full day early just to try to get their, you know, clocks right in their head and, uh, you know, try to go in late on Thursday and try to sleep in on Friday. And then, you know, we went to that, we went to a, like a local junior college and did our practice there just to, you know, try to get everything. Cause I don't think Auburn plays till like maybe 1030 Eastern time. Yeah. Uh, so 930 their time, that's when they'll be starting. So um, that's probably actually better than playing at uh, noon, which would be nine, you know, nine or 10 o'clock in the morning. So leave, but when they finish the game, their, their clocks are going to be like on midnight. So, uh, you know, it's, it's definitely something that may, I think maybe as coaches that we think we kind of overthink things and try to, you know, try to do everything perfect and try to get it all right for them. I think the kids just want to go play. All right, before we get you out of here, what's the, what's the game you're looking forward to watching the most this weekend? What you looking forward to this weekend? Who, who, who are you locked into? I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm like a normal fan. I, I, you know, I, I'm looking forward to Alabama and Texas. I, I think uh, I'm excited to watch that one. I'll watch probably uh, I'll watch Nebraska Colorado early. Go Huskers! Um, I want I want to see uh, I want to see uh, I want to see A and M Miami and then what, what's the what's the late game what's the what's the late game Auburn Cal. Yeah okay yeah so I bet yeah I'll be doing that probably all day just just watching them all. I'm curious. You... Yeah, I had to pick one. I'd like to I, you know Alabama and Texas. I think that'd be good. And, uh, it's just it's, it's hard to go into Tuscaloosa and win, man. You know, it's just like I'm. You know, I think there's I'm not really sold on 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 Milroe quite yet. I mean, he's a great athlete, but when it's third and seven, can he? You know, can he get the protection right, drop back, make a throw? I I don't know, but I still think it's tough to go into Tuscaloosa and win, no matter what. So. Speaking of young quarterbacks, I'm curious just to get your thoughts. I know got a lot of Georgia people watch this. You've been inside that program at Georgia. We're part of the first national championship. They did it again last year. 
But Bennett's gone. There's a lot of new faces, a lot of young guys up front, that kind of thing. You've been around Kirby. He's talked about how Georgia's, you know, got a battle complacency. You you can't live on the past, all that stuff. How do you sort of see that playing out over the season and how difficult of a challenge is it to win it twice in a row and go back and try to do it again? I mean, it's definitely a huge challenge. I mean, I don't I mean, I guess Minnesota did it like in nineteen thirty or <laughs> I don't but I mean it, it's a huge challenge because that that complacency, it's real, and you do have to fight it. Uh, but Kirby, he does a great job. I mean, you know, just just you know, going day after day, putting the work in. And it, it is a lot of new faces, but they're talented, talented new faces. Uh, and just that experience, they got to go get it. I think uh, I think their schedule sets up, you know, with, with UT Martin. And I think, I think was it Ball State? Who they, yeah, who they Ball next? State, yep. So, you know, hopefully they'll get a chance to get some of those reps under their belt. You know, just – and for Carson Beck, I mean, it's different. It's kind of like sleeping on the lead in golf. I mean, you know, coming in at the end of the game, that's different than going in as the starter. But, you know, he looked he looked confident, um, you know, in, in the game. I think I think everybody was saying they started slow or whatever. But, I, you know, shoot, they they had a convincing win. I think I think they're going to be fine. Who did uh, – do you think uh, with Carson Beck coming in and being the starter at Georgia this year, does does – is he – the runner, does the offense have to change as much with him in the game as it did with maybe some like Stetson that you felt a little bit more comfortable um, letting him run a little bit? Does your game plan uh, change? I don't think you're going to design anything for Carson to run it, but I, but he, he's not he's not a statue back there. He can run it good enough, you know, to get out of trouble and he can throw on the move. He's not he's not a statue. Uh, like like JT was a was a drop back thrower. That's right. what that's what. He, um, but you know, you know, Carson's a good athlete, but you're not going to design, you know, a quarterback draw, uh, unless it was like a, a you know, a third down that you had to have it or something like that. Uh, but, but he's a good enough athlete to get out of trouble. But I don't think for Stetson, we do some read stuff where he could pull it and, you know, and I think they, in the national championship game, I think they had a, like a quarterback sweep or something in the, down in the tight red zone that he scored on. I don't necessarily think that, you know, for Carson, but I do think he's a good enough athlete that. If he has to, you know, get out of trouble, he can. I'm going to guess you're not surprised that Stetson Bennett is turning some heads in the NFL. Uh, no, I'm a I'm a Stetson Bennett fan. Like, there's a lot of, you know, there's some some of his decisions that he made uh, <laughs> for the end that I agree with. But I, I'm I'm a fan, man. Just the chip on his shoulder, what he's. I mean, to me, that's the things that he went through, and he just, you know, went to junior college. You know, comes back. Uh, I mean, it's just it's a phenomenal story. Uh, we we were joking because that that was the secret to beating Alabama was getting you a Mississippi JUCO quarterback. That's uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bo like, Wallace. That's a minute, yeah. Jack Kelly or, or Stetson Bennett, yeah. Mississippi QB. You got your your old Miss brethren that are listening are going are going to like that one. <laughs> I'd never really thought about it like that. That's three guys that all went to Mississippi JUCOs yeah. that. Gave Saban fits, yeah. It's a secret, secret uh, <clears throat> weapon there. Um, yeah. Last thing, I'll, I'll and I'll let you get out of here. I just want to let you know before I get you out of here that while we were while we were you were talking, our good friend Brennan Chapman sent me a sent me well, a. He text. sent it to me so that I'd have it. Yeah. So he goes. He sent me a message. Said check your Twitter. So he made sure because besides you, he's the only other person that had it on their phone. Uh, full time, and so he posted on Twitter what fight song was and tagged you in it. So it will be on Twitter for all the world to see now. So uh, appreciate you, Brennan. He, he's driving to New Orleans right now. So he made sure I got I have yeah, it too now. Yeah. So, so you yeah. saw it. 
Yeah, yeah. I saw it. Yeah. Like I, that's song. where I started laughing. Oh. <laughs> hilariously. Yeah. Appreciate the show you, Brendan. <laughs> so, well, dude, I appreciate the hell out of your time, man. I appreciate you uh, coming on after carpool and golf. Appreciate you fitting us in. in the, no, I having me. I like, uh, hope, hope the show goes great. Hope y'all get a bunch more sponsors. Yeah, we're, by the way, we're, we're trying to work out this deal with some sponsors, we're trying to get a sponsor to go. We've been invited to go to Wisconsin and to the Wisconsin-Iowa game and to see our good friend Jack McNeil and the Fighting Phil Longos take, yep. on, take on the Iowa Hawkeyes. And so if we do do that, I will make sure I bring him a pair of shoes so he, can, he doesn't have – Take the under on that game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, hey, what under, was – Under seven – Hey, what do you think the what do you think which I'm shocked that Neil didn't pick this in our picks already? What do you think the under is in Iowa versus Iowa State this weekend? Twenty seven. <laughs> Might as well be. Thirty six. Thirty six. Thirty six. Thirty six. Seventeen to ten type game. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah. It's gonna be Did you see did y'all see by the way? Dabo Sweeney on, I guess they played Monday, so it was his Tuesday press conference. Yeah, he was asked about his offense, and he said, "Yeah, the offense was terrible." Anytime you're compared to a Brian Ferentz offense, you know you're in trouble. I was like, "Oh my God!" He said it out loud. That was a uh, they somebody did that. I think that had, that was. I don't, I don't see him saying. That. Yeah, that was uh, AI. Oh, was that AI? Yeah. Oh, I fell for it. Oh my God. <laughs> my bad. I I totally thought he did it. I was like, "Oh my God!" I, I was floored. I was like, that is like, that was like shots fired. That doesn't sound like yeah. <laughs> Somebody got AI and took his press conference, and if you watch the video very closely, yeah. you can see the difference in the in the you know the mouth. Oh, I totally fell for it. Yeah, I feel like an idiot, but but it was his voice. They you know, I wasn't the only person that fell for that. No, people thought it was one hundred percent this AI stuff. Man. Oh wow, that's scary. Yeah, it's 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 scary. So I'm, I'm that's just wild. Matter of fact, that's what I'm going to say now. When when I'm getting hammered on Twitter, I was like, AI. That wasn't even me. I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I was trying to think of some. I know we got to get you out of here, but I was trying to think about some funny because Matt and I have so many funny stories. I was trying to think of like something funny that we hadn't talked about before. And I want to say the most disappointed Matt's ever been in me. Like real good friends, and we had this thing to where. When I was talking to him as a friend versus he was you – know, if I was talking to him as a friend, it was Matt. Now, if I was talking to him as my boss, it was coach. You know, so we would have these conversations. And so when we were – usually when we were in their car driving, it was more Matt and Tyler talking, not coach. The most disappointed I've ever seen him in me, ever. And I was just trying to save the man's life. I don't know why he's upset at me about this. But him, uh, he tied on – you don't know. You'll know when I say this. You'll know where I'm going. We were driving back from somewhere. It was me, Tom, and Matt. And I was driving. And I was in Matt's car. I was driving Matt's car. And that's probably why he's pissed. And we're driving. We're on Highway 7. We're almost home between here and Tupelo. And a big-ass uh, possum comes out in the middle, <laughs> in the middle, of the, in the middle of the road. And, like, it was late to where, like, and there was another, like, a truck next to us. And we were in the right-hand lane, so there was no avoiding it. The only avoiding would have been us going in the ditch. So, dude, I just freaking, I just, you know, gripped it up and boom, 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 boom. And Matt, and Matt was on, and Matt was on his phone. <laughs> he didn't see it, and he he was like, "What in the hell was that?" I said, "It was a, it was a possum." And he just looked. He didn't say anything. He just looked at me like, "You're so cruel." Like he he was so. 
so disappointed and let down at me that I ran over a possum, but it was really just to save his life. You know, I was, I thought I was taking one for the team. Oh, like no, even like attempt to do anything other than it's almost like you sped up, like to just try to do. I don't know who, I don't know who I was talking to, but the way you've been lately, I'm surprised you didn't stop back up and then go over it again. I do not coach at Bishop Sycamore. I don't, I do not do those things. (laughs) If I was coaching at Bishop Sycamore, I would do that, but I don't coach at Bishop Sycamore. Nothing like the taste of blood in the morning. The taste of blood in the morning. Have you watched that show yet? I have not. Dude, if you want to be disappointed in a human being, watch that show. If you want to ever feel better about yourself in comparison to anyone, (laughs) watch that. If you ever just are having a day where you're like, you know, I suck. No, no. Turn that on and go, at least I don't suck as bad as that guy sucks. That guy's horrible. He's he's, he's the devil. He's the dirt of the earth. Well, dude, I appreciate the hell out of you as always. Uh, tell, Tell Ashley that she is no longer the leader in the clubhouse with the NCAA because Aaron has taken over the lead for the NCAA Amazon package deliveries at the house. She definitely does. She definitely is the winner. So Ashley, she's, she's finishing second now. All right. I will do. All right, brother. Appreciate you, man. Good to see you guys. My man. All right. That's, uh, that's going to do it for us for, uh, thursday show our last show of the week we'll be back on monday we'll recap the weekend that was in the college football season we'll recap all of except one game of the weekend to come it's we got bills jets monday night bills jets monday so we'll talk a little bit about that game and we'll talk about the games that happened and uh go from there so again our thanks to uh the people at rain for making this show possible Rain Total Body Fuel, 300 milligrams, natural caffeine, BCAAs, electrolytes, zero sugar. It's got what you need to push the limits and achieve your goals. Check them out on Instagram at Rain Body Fuel to learn more. And please uh, hit the uh, follow button at Disrupt, this YouTube channel. Please tell a friend. Tweet it out. We appreciate it. Uh, hit the uh, like on Instagram, Twitter, and, of course, TikTok. 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 And if you don't have an account, Set it Make up. one and take two seconds. Yeah. Hit the follow button, and then just don't go back on anymore. Yeah, or enjoy or do enjoy the, the, the and if you want to be really entertained, just watch the responses that we get on TikTok. Yeah. That will entertain you for sure. All right, for uh, Tyler, I'm Neil. Have a great weekend. If you're driving, please safe, and we'll talk to you on Monday.